You're listening to episode 268 of Lifestyle Locker Radio with Dr. Ken Harris. Hi, I'm Dr. Josh Hand, and welcome to Lifestyle Locker Radio, where we help you create an awesome life and lifestyle. From nutrition to fitness, mindfulness to peak performance, and relationships to money mindset, we bring you on an amazing journey to help you unleash your human potential. Hey, it's Dr. Josh Hand here, and we need to talk about your health, your fitness, and your lifestyle. I know you, if you're like me, you've seen sickness and disease, and even death in your life. And we know the leading causes of death in the United States are cancer, heart disease, and diabetes. Many of these conditions and diseases are considered lifestyle-based. And I know that lifestyles in the United States and other countries are not where they should be. We also know that they make you more vulnerable to other sicknesses and conditions. We tend to get our advice and recommendations on health from commercials and marketing, from fast food to pharmaceuticals, and not from experts with real world experience. Unfortunately, we follow people or products who don't walk the walk or talk the talk. They simply just don't care about your health. It's just about their bottom line. I know we've heard it from our friends and from even our own self-talk that we don't have enough time, we can't make the changes, or there's just too much to do to be healthy. But there is a way to actually take control of your lifestyle and have the accountability and the support you need. We can be bigger than our excuses. For the past 14 years as a chiropractor, I've worked and continue to work with thousands of patients with their lifestyle and ultimately their health. I am now bringing the same philosophy to the online space where we can work as a group to get better, stronger, healthier, and be bigger than our excuses every single day. I've created the 3065 Lifestyle Shift Program to be an online-based, training-based program where you get to learn and be engaged with others in your journey towards a healthy lifestyle and ultimately a healthier life. To be part of this amazing movement, it's just $5 a month. Yes, it's only five bucks a month and that seems too good to be true well it's not so for the price of a gourmet coffee you will have access to an amazing program and amazing people that want the best for you too so when you dive into the content below this video to learn about our lifestyle philosophy you'll see that we are incredibly unique no other online program focuses on lifestyle the way we do and delivers the quality and the quantity of content that we do for just five bucks a month. And it's not just about the movement. There's a lot more. It's really about your health. So check out the details and other videos below. And when you sign up, I'll even send you the ebook inside the locker, which dives deeper into creating an awesome lifestyle. I look forward to seeing you on the inside of the Lifestyle Locker 3065 Lifestyle Shift Program.
Hey everyone, welcome back to Lifestyle Locker Radio. We have another amazing guest today. This is Dr. Ken Harris. We got some cool stories to talk about. You're gonna see we have some history together, probably longer than most of you are probably thinking in your head. If you know, looking at these images, you know, on, on the podcast website and so on and so forth. So, Ken, welcome to the show. Happy to be here, and thank you for having me. Yeah. So, um, we've known each other a long time, and I want you to share some of the story because. You know, you remember better than I do as a child. So, so t- tell us, tell us a little bit of the story, but also bring the story to today, like the new chapter of your life, the book, all of this stuff. So I want to, I want to bring that into the conversation. Happy to do so. So, ladies and gentlemen, whoever's listening, I know this young man since he's maybe two or three years old. Uh, he actually swam in my backyard in a little pool. And what was he doing in my backyard? Well, his mom and dad. Uh, Dr. Jahan and Kathy uh, were friends of mine, and, and I got to know them because I was Josh's dad's teacher at the chiropractic college in New York. And so uh, we used to have um, chiropractic philosophy meetings at my home, and Jay and Kathy brought little, little Josh and many other children. We had lots of children here for picnics, and I can still see him splishing and splashing around in my backyard. So I'm just thrilled to have this opportunity to see him grown into this beautiful man that he now is. Well, cool. So, so Ken, so, you know, and, and, and everybody knows I'm a chiropractor as well. So it's not uncommon that I may have other conversations on Lifestyle Locker Radio with other chiropractors because of that, that alignment, no pun intended, in our, in our values and the things we, we think and talk about and strive for in our health and our life and lives of others. So bring people through a little bit of a journey you know, practicing chiropractor for you said, 45 years, right. a few, you know, four decades, right? It's a long time. And, 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 and now we have, you're an author, you're a speaker. I know you put a lot of energy, effort and, uh, and time into, well, I guess your own experiences in creating this book, Synchronicity. Can you talk about like that journey? Yeah, well, I've been, I was privileged. I got introduced to chiropractic through my wife, Judith. And, uh, it's funny how that all played out. <laughs> I, I dated a girl in high school and her father was a chiropractor and I was uh, pretty merciless in criticizing him. I was very scientific at the time. Uh, I got a hundred of my biology regions. I got a hundred of my geometry regions. You know, I was, I was all in my head. I meet this girl. She's talking about chiropractors and I ridiculed the heck out of her. She broke up with me. The very next person I meet and date is my current wife, Judith of 52 years. I said, uh, by the way, what does your dad do? She says, oh, he's a chiropractor. I shut my mouth because I really liked her. And I was not going <laughs> to blow it a second time. The universe, the universe sent me two in a row. So that was a synchronistic moment for me. And in any case, uh, Judy's uh, father, Leonard, he gave me my first adjustment. I, I used to suffer with terrible allergies at the time. And one day he says, let me give you an adjustment. And I looked at him and I was just to say, well, what is that going to do for my allergies? I do you guys fix necks and backs kind of a thing. He said, no, let me give you an adjustment and I'll explain later. Anyway, he, in the middle of this full-blown asthma, not asthma, but allergy situation, it cessated immediately. I was like, what is this guy, a magician? Anyway, it procured my interest to find out more about what's going on with chiropractic. Long story short, uh, Judy and I were traveling cross country. We were both school teachers one summer. She heard her back. I literally had a carrier into a local chiropractor in California and she walked out and I was amazed. I said, whoa, this is pretty impressive. The second day I bought her for a follow-up checkup, 
there was a brochure in the office, careers in chiropractic. I picked it up while I was waiting for her. I read it. Now, by, you got to understand, by that time, I already had a master's degree in education. I was going to be a school psychologist, I thought. I read that pamphlet that day, and I had an epiphany. My third eye opened or whatever, and I realized that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I went back to the East Coast, went and got a sabbatical for my, uh, for my district eight where I was teaching, and I went to chiropractic school. While in school, I had the privilege and honor of meeting Irene Gold. She was my classmate. And she one day says to me, why don't you come up and listen to my husband, Dr. Reggie, Reggie Gold, talk about what the bigness of chiropractic and what it can really do. Well, I went every month for three years and I got dipped and steeped in chiropractic philosophy. So when I graduated college, I was the valedictorian. They invited me back to the college to teach. Your dad, amongst many others, Bobby Hoffman, your dad, Bobby DeBonis, all went on to become leaders in our profession. But I was the teacher who opened them up to the concept of innate intelligence, universal intelligence, or what we would call principled chiropractic. Mm. And the rest is history. I was 45 years in family practice, took care of thousands of people, families, mostly families, because I knew the value of what we do as chiropractors is preventative wellness care rather than after the fact treatment which is what medicine basically is designed to do. And I'm not against medicine, but we're in a whole different genre and a different consciousness as chiropractors. So I've, I've been right where I am now in New Jersey. I never left. I'm still in the same house. And uh, I've started having these incredible synchronicities, one after another. And, and I said, you know, people should know that we're not walking on this planet by ourselves, that we're being guided all the time. Uh, signs and symbols will be given to us all the time for our next step or maybe what we shouldn't be doing next. So I put paper to pencil, I recalled some of my stories, and I came up with this book called Synchronicity, The Magic, The Mystery, The Meaning, of which there's 24 nonfiction true stories that happened to me in my life, which if people read this, they're going to say, he, he's got a good imagination, he must have made this up. I didn't make anything up. It all happened as it was written. And I give the people a roadmap, the second half of the book, how to... Uh, categorize and understand their own synchronicities because I'm not the only one having them. Everybody's having a synchronistic experience. They're just not aware, awake and alert to the fact that it's happening for them. Yeah. So, let's think this, right? This is actually pretty neat. You know, just to finish the story up, you are bringing my family, my parents into the world of holistic, vitalistic, chiropractic, showing them and sharing a message with them that they now share like pause on the board of university. Like, so the message is going far and wide from something you did. And now full circle, we're on a, a zoom call right now for a podcast that I run to share the message right back. It's, it's generational, right? <laughs> who would have thunk? Who, who knew? You know, yeah. I mean, there, there was no way we, we knew back then what was going to happen now. And that's the, that's the excitement of life. I like to tell people, live in a state of uncertainty. Uncertainty is exciting. It's mystical. It's magical. The known is boring. If you, if you, if you can predict everything, your next step, where you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, when you're going to eat, it's a, boring, it's a boring meal. So I like uncertainty. And we are now in the world in an ocean of it. Because no one knows how it's, this whole world situation that we're currently living through is going to eventually play out. So yeah. I say the unknown is exciting. The known is boring. Yeah, no, I think that's neat that you say that. And, you know, as a chiropractor, 
um, as someone like yourself that we, we, we teach, we preach, we practice health, right? Like that's, that's what we do. Uh, and the truth about health um, and people are coming to us like for the first time, it's like, Oh, I got a crick in this or that. Someone said, maybe go see a chiropractor. And then their eyes open. So Holy cow. There's a whole lot more to, to me than all my parts. And, you know, I was told that if I, you know, just take this pill or do this and ignore that and eventually it'll go away. Right. And so does your health, right? A health goes away too. When we start to ignore it. Um, I, I think it's, it's a pretty powerful thing. I think, and that's like a lot of synchronicity for people as well that are finding like natural health solutions. I mean, don't you, don't you see that? Don't you feel that now, especially like in the, the chaos that we're, we're living in, in the world. I mean, we're in the Northeast in the U S and we're definitely, you know, experiencing it a lot, maybe even more than a lot of other parts of the, even the U S alone. Um, but I, people are still looking for natural solutions to their health rather than running to like, you know, just take a medicine, a pill, a drug, whatever it is, a vaccine, who knows what, but to take that just to hide from something like it's neat that people are still searching for something that can raise their vibration versus put them in a corner and let them hide and be away from everything. Do you see that? I mean, do you say absolutely, absolutely. You know, every cloud has a silver lining. When someone loses their health, they go on a quest for an answer. And sometimes they don't get answers in the traditional methods. They find that there's nothing we can do for you. Go home and, and live with it or go home and maybe die with it. And that, that, that uh, causes people to seek answers. Mm. And when you're in a state of consciousness of asking, <clears throat> excuse me, the universe for answers, the universe will send them. You will meet the mm. right people at the right time at the right place to find solutions to that which you're currently confronting. If you're open. It, 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 you know, when a patient used to come in and they would tell me, you know, doc, I have an incurable illness. I says, really? And they would tell me a name. And yeah, they had been to many, many physicians and doctors. I said, well, you know, the word incurable means to cure from within. And they look at me. I said, there are no incurable illnesses. There are only incurable patients. But if you believe that, that you're incurable, I don't think I can help you. You may have to go elsewhere. And then I would explain to them, you know, I used to keep the plaque on my office there. According to all the laws of aerodynamics, Due to the relationship of its body mass to its wingspan, the bumblebee ain't supposed to be able to fly. And underneath it says, but the bumblebee doesn't know this. So it flies anyway. Ah, I like that. That's a great quote. And that's what I would show those people who told me they had an incurable illness. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, if people came in and they told me they were being punished by, by God for this illness, they did something bad, I'd tell them, you got to leave right now. And they look at me, why? I says, because I'm not more powerful than God. If you think I can beat God, if that's your belief system, I can't help you. So you got to examine <laughs> belief systems. You got to examine it. You know, the, the, the key I found the success in my practice was I educated my patients. My patients were required to come to an education class prior to care explaining what I can and cannot do for them and give them the concept that the body is self-healing, self-regulating. And, mm. and that I really am not the healer, the body is the healer. Mm. But I will put the body in a better position through yeah. chiropractic structural alignment, nervous system integration, brain body, it has a better chance. And I would tell them, you know what? You might want to consider getting some help with nutrition. You might want to start exercising. You might want to start investigating other ways, natural ways of enhancing your well-being. And I created a mind-body wellness center. I was from 1974, <clears throat> excuse me, to 1983. 
Uh, I was pretty much a family practitioner. But in 83, I started the Mind Body Wellness Education Center, where I had I was the only chiropractor, but I had all other uh, allied healing artists working in my, my clinic, teaching people what they need to do to stay well. So I had a whole team. Actually, I had 30 different people come in and out of my office over the years, mm. teaching the patients what they need to do, their responsibility. I, again, restricted myself to what I do the best, which is an adjustment. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I want to change one word you said because you said the concept that the body heals. I'm going to say the truth. You're right. That the You're body right. heals, right? Because Absolutely. everything else is 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 truth. So um, I let's bring synchronicity into this because I think this is going to be a, a powerful conversation for for the audience because I think people are looking for solutions in life. Period. Now, I mean, like maybe they're going to become more solution oriented versus you know avoidance of pain or problem oriented. So with synchronicity in the book, and I know you go over some of the steps and you have a lot of information on your website as well. Can you give just a couple examples of how people can start to maybe just pay attention or like look for them, like look for synchronicities, go, okay, this is something that's saying maybe this is a positive way to go in this direction, or this is a synchronicity that's saying maybe don't go here, go this way instead. Yeah. Once you ask the questions, the universe will send you to people, places, and circumstances. It behooves you, however, to make the, to connect the dots. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to people you meet, what they tell you. Because I believe we're all talking to each other subconsciously all the time. And people have a desire and an intention to draw to them a healthcare provider or a solution. And then it shows up. But they got to recognize it in that mm -hmm. moment. And so, uh, it, yeah, sometimes it's what to do next and what not to do next. But it, it all has to do with an openness of heart. Ask, you know, they say, ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a meditator. I, I, I meditate every day. I've been doing it for 40, over 45 years. And in my meditation, I listen and I ask for guidance. And it is given. It has been given in my experience. I'm not tone deaf. I, I pay attention. You get you get intuitive hits. We used to call them in chiropractic innate flashes. BJ Palmer, the founder of our profession, he, he actually slept with a pad and pencil right next to his night table because he believed that night when the conscious mind quieted it down, the innate mind the, was, was able to communicate with the educated mind. The trouble is people would wake up, they forget it. So he'd write it down you know, the, the dream sequences and so on. Mm -hmm. Many synchronicities I've had have been precognitive. I get them in that way. And then the people show up in my life. I dream of someone I'm going to meet and I meet them. And I get giddy when it happens. And it's happened so many times to me. But I ask for help. You got to be willing to ask for help. Would you say then, you know, I'm just thinking of some like tools maybe for the audience to just start to pay attention. Obviously get the book, read the book. But I think, or end, you know, you mentioned BJ Palmer sleeping with a pen and like a notepad. Would you say, hey, listen, everybody, maybe start to, when you're sleeping, keep one of these next to the bed because you may have a thought like either where you're pre going to sleep or even a dream or right when you're waking up that's, you know, like where'd that come from? Would, and write it down, like have maybe like that thought flash, right? I, I, that's, a, that's a good practical thing to do, you know, but they don't only come at night in dreams. Sometimes you're in the shower. And you're yeah, going to yeah. get, you're going to get a hit. Sometimes yeah. you're, you're a long distance uh, triathlete. Sometimes yeah. running, you get ideas. Yeah. 
when you're out of your head, you're not thinking, you're thinking all of a sudden, whoa, you get a flash. Oh, I get tons of stuff. I got to call this person. I got to check with this. So it's, it's hap- you know, the, we got to keep the phone on the hook and pick it up when it rings. Let me put it that way. Hmm. People are calling us all the time. I believe the whole 8 billion consciousness of human beings are having a conversation. Most of it is subconscious, but hmm. we're looking okay. for each other. We're looking for each other. And that what you're looking for is looking for you. I, I, I was on a podcast with a, a woman who wanted to find their, their mate. And I said, well, you got to get very specific now. When you do the imagery, make sure how tall he is, how good looking or not good looking, what is education. Don't be unspecific. The, the consciousness is very specific. So ask for what you want and okay. you, you'll get it. Be careful, Bo, with your self-talk. You know, Joe Dispenza wrote a book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and the bottom line is some people, their self-talk is very bad. They're putting themselves down. They're criticizing themselves. They're never feeling good enough, blah, blah, blah. So I would say stay vigilant on your thought processes. Don't don't be looking in the mirror and and criticizing who you see. Now, I'll share this. I'm 75 years of age. It's taken me a long time to get to this point and, and many trials and tribulations in my own life. But I look in the mirror every morning now, Josh. This is crazy, but I do it. And I say, good morning, Kenny. Do you know you're a magnificent being? And I love you. And I hug myself and I give a big smile. And that's how I start my day. And it's not narcissism. I'm talking about my soul talking to my personality. Mm. That's the soul voice. By the way, you know it's a soul voice when you walk into a situation And the first question you'll ask in any new situation, listen to this, folks, this is important. How can I be of service and help? That's the soul's question. The ego is saying, hey, what's in it for me? When you go into what's in it for me, you're in the ego mind. You're not in your soul mind. Mm. And the soul will never steer you wrong. And you'll know if you're making right or wrong decisions by how it feels, not by what you're thinking how your body feels when you make a decision. Does the energy feel lighter and expansive? That's a yes. Does it feel contracted and compacted? That's a no. And we can do that in kinesiology, Josh, as you know, we can muscle test someone Mm -hmm. and they'll say one thing, but the body will say, nay, nay, (laughs) I don't want it. But the head's trying to talk themselves in it. So so now you've given away a couple tips of your your morning habits. So Let's go through this because I know some some of the devil's advocates that are listening, like yeah, synchronicity, yeah, 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 it's all by chance and blah blah blah. <laughs> that's that, but that we're gonna have that, and then that's okay. I mean, I, we we encourage people to question, right? That's how that's how we work, right? As humans, questioning, but not not putting the block up. But if you question, actually look for answers. So let's look at like your morning habits. Like, how do you start your day? Like, what are the things that you do? to become more aware of your synchronicities that happen through your life. Now that you've had 75, you know, loops around the sun here, you, you've had a little more experience than I have. So for those that are my age in between our ages, younger, what morning habits do you have or evening habits or any kind of habits that you think will help have people become more aware and listen better to the synchronicities? Well, I'm part of the 5 a.m. club. I get up five o'clock every morning and I spend two full hours in my routine, which Mm -hmm. is the following. I take care of my hygiene, obviously. But right after that, I I look in the mirror and give myself a little hug, feel good about myself. And then I meditate. I meditate at least a half hour every morning. 
And I medit- I happen to meditate on a biomat. I use a biomat, but you don't need that. But I do, I, I'm disciplined. And I do different forms of meditation. I trained with, uh, with Deepak Chopra. I have trained with Joe Dispenza. I don't care what form you use. Use something that's comfortable and is right for you. But in meditation, as you relax and you slow down your thought processes, the information comes, uh, uh, it comes straight through to me. I mean, I can see it like a ticker tape in the Bloomberg. You ever see the Bloomberg ticker tape where the, uh, the stock market is going across? I, I, get, the, I get hits like that. And I, I, I'm very focused on my breathing as well. I do deep breathing and I do yoga stretching every morning. And then I take a walk in the natural world. I, I have sensory deprivation syndrome. I have to be near a stream, an ocean, a lake, or a forest. Every day I'm out in nature. And do not be listening to headsets, guys, when you're out there. Pay attention. Observe what's happening around you. Be cognizant. And, and you're going to get hits and information that way as well. Uh, and then I come back and I eat a good breakfast. And uh, that's about it at this point. You know, yoga, meditation, walking in the woods uh, every day. I, I, I don't miss. I, rarely do I ever miss. Hmm. And I go to bed early. That's another thing. I, and I don't watch TV. Anyway, I, 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 I'm a media. I'm on a media fast. I don't listen to TV at all. I haven't watched it. My wife watches the news, but that's about it. But I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to be poisoned with, with so much misinformation that we're being given. You know? uh, so I, I would avoid, I would tell people avoid TV and limit your time on your, on your, uh, on your phone. You know, I, I hate to see people walking across the street like this and they're going to get hit by a car. You know, they're not paying attention. I was in a restaurant the other day and the kids were there and they're not talking to each other. I was literally, I walked, about eight of them. I walked over, I said, excuse me, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're texting each other. I said, could you please put your phones down for a minute, put them on the table and look at each other and talk? They did. Yeah. They had them packed up that high. So uh, social media can be another, another distraction. Uh, I believe all the answers we're looking for and all the information we're looking for will find us if we quiet ourselves down. And the breath does that exercise. I know you're a great advocate of exercise. I walk three miles every day. I don't run, Josh, at my age. My joints are not that strong. But I, I'm envious of you. I mean, I, I see what you do. It's, it's amazing. But just walking two, three miles a day is another very good thing to be doing for people. And watch your diet as well. They're all factors. Everything yeah. is, a, you know, it's a confluence of factors. Yeah. I definitely think you definitely hit a lot of, we'll say, common points of people that are, have success in their life, right? It's, it's good self-talk in the morning obviously, which, which can be through meditation or giving yourself that hug. I think a lot of people, I, I'm trying to remember the other book that I read recently. Um, I'm not sure if it was a podcast. I can't remember, but a person said, look in the mirror in in the the morning and, and say, I love you to yourself and see how hard that is. In the beginning, it's a little, you know, the reason for that, Josh, we've all said and done things in our life that we regret at some point. There's no one with a straight shot. And so people go into shame. Even when I tell a patient how much I love them, sometimes they put their head down thinking, yeah, but he doesn't know how all the bad things I've done. So it, it is, it is a, a skill set that has to be learned. And after a while, you, it, it, takes, it takes focus. But after a while, it's delicious. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing to wake up and love yourself that way. Yeah. And it does set the tone vibrationally. It, lifts, it elevates your field. Your, your energy level comes right up. And smiling takes a lot less energy than frowning remember yeah. that 
Exactly. You exactly. got a great smile too. I can yeah. see you got a great <laughs> smile. So I say practice, practice, yeah. practice. Yeah. So we got that. Then we have the meditation. And, and like you said, there's a lot of different forms of meditation. And uh, depending on everybody's life, I mean, I can't have a conversation about everybody's life. Um, but I will tell you this, that your discipline equals your freedom. And what I mean is, is a guy named Jocko Willink. He, that's one of his books, but he talks about his, he's a Navy SEAL, but he talks about discipline equals freedom. So he's, he's crazier than you or I, he's a 4am guy, not a 5am guy, but he gives himself that time and he's got four kids, but he gives himself the time to do the things that, that align him with his sole purpose or his purpose. But I will tell you yoga. I will tell you meditation or you're just moving into you yoga, but movement, meditation, and breath work. And breath, breath work and meditation can be very similar for a lot of people. So, I mean, you could look up um, lots of different types of breath work, even tapping. For those who haven't heard that. Um, but I will tell you like an easy, an easy app for breath work to get is Wim Hof has a, an app, which is great. It's, it's a freebie. I think the advanced version is $2 or something like that. Yeah, we um, did Wim Hof together, you and me up in, uh, in, in Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought one of his head trainers in, in in Vermont. We did that work, but that's amazing breath work. And but I think that's very powerful. And and that that to give you an idea, everybody, the, the Wim Hof breath work can take anywhere like 10, 15 minutes just to do that breath work. And it can be very transcendental. I mean, you can have like there are sometimes I during the, this breath work that I've I've done personally in my living room on the floor, where I almost I, I try to explain to him like, you ever like feel like you can touch like spirit or like innate or God or whatever, whatever it is. Like, I can't tell if I'm awake, if I'm asleep or where in between. Um, but I've had that with breath work and it's unbelievable. So I think that's something that everybody should technically look into. It's a great thing to do in the morning. And then uh, Ken knows this, get in a cold shower. <laughs> I'll <laughs> wake you up. <laughs> I'll wake you right up. But uh, um, what, what other habits did you say you do? You go well, walk, also- in, you walk in nature. Yeah, every day. That's the in the I used to teach Dr. Chopra's seven spiritual laws of success all around the country. And the law of pure potentiality, the way you access it, access it is through walking in nature mm. and observing nature. That's how you, as Joe Dispenser would say, connect to the field, the quantum mind. It's mm. one of the tools. The other thing I do, uh, Josh, every morning I read inspirational something. Mm. I have a couple of daily word type things, just a thought for the day. And, and, and Science of Mind magazine is another thing I read. It, it helps to redirect your focus. It sets the tone. Mm. You know, if you don't if you don't set the tone for the day, it kind of goes like, what's going to be? <laughs> You're going to yeah. get flipped from, from pillar to post. So I set the tone with inspirational, uh, uh, what do you call it, readings. And I listen to music too, inspirational music. There's a lot of music out there with a message. I have a couple of friends who are musicians, but they're not just entertainers. They're, the words carry impact. And it's all about elevating consciousness, reconnecting to our source. Now, you said you, you come into the awareness of the presence of spirit, because that's what we are. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. That's our true self. This other character with our five senses that's got us distracted, that's not our true self. That's, I, I would call this, this is my earth suit. You know, if you go into space, you got to have a uh, space suit to live. Well, if you're on planet Earth as a spiritual being, you need an Earth suit and you need to take care of it. You need to wash it and groom it and feed it and exit. But this is just your suit. It's not who you are. I like that. I like that. The Earth suit. Earth suit. <laughs> I put mine on this morning, by the way, everyone, just so you know. 
<laughs> Ken, so what, what's the best place for people to, to find out more about synchronicity about you and what you do? Well, it, my website is, is uh, Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R, KenHarris.com. I've got many, many podcasts on it. This one will be on it uh, after we finish. Uh, I, I've archived 18 months of newsletters. I give out a free newsletter every month on spirituality, consciousness, and healing and health. Uh, they'll get a five-page printout for free. It's the operative word. You hear that? It's free. You'll get a uh, <laughs> user-friendly guide for categorizing and understanding synchronicities. Yeah, I was looking and at that. that. That's And that's under the resources tab on your website. I was looking at that this morning. Right. And, and there's a lot like, of other information on the site that may uh, be of interest to people in, in various ways. I okay. teach seminars and workshops all over the country. So Okay. So here's the, the next question. So they, they want to learn about you there. How, if they want to connect with you, what's the best way to connect with you? Is it through social media? Is it via email? What's the best way? All right. Well, I'm, I'm an open book. On my website is my phone number. They can call me. I, I'm not. I'm not hiding from people. I'm accessible, <laughs> and I will make a promise. If you call me, I will call you back. And if you write to me, I will write you back. I I used to hate it when I was coming up in the world, and I would reach out to someone so-called famous, and they would never. They ignore you. They wouldn't answer you. I took it personally. I should not have. But I know how that feels. If people take the time <clears throat> and effort to reach me, I will. I will respond in kind. On the website, you put your name. Your email, that's a great way to contact me. I answer all my emails. I answer all my voice messages. So I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. It's easy to get to me. Okay, great. Great. <laughs> and um, you can get the, the, the paper version. You can get it on Kindle as well. Yes. So Amazon sells the Kindle version and the paper version. If you want to sign copy, you have to go to my website because they won't let me sign them in advance. Some people like that. So you can purchase it on my website as well. I'm in all Barnes and Nobles. You can get me anywhere because I'm in a catalog called Ingram Sparks. So you go to any bookstore and I'm in that catalog. If they don't have it on the shelf, they can order it for you. Cool. All right. Well, Ken, this has been fun. Exciting. Yes. I'm glad yes. to share you with our tribe. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a member of your tribe. <laughs> we, by the way, by the way, you recognize your tribe members, folks, not by what they look like, but how you feel in their presence when you're speaking with them and when you're physically with them. You'll have a sense of familiarization. You'll be you'll be at ease. You'll be comfortable. Then you know you're in the tribal pattern. But if someone's giving you this, they ain't your tribe. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I say, to those who understand, no explanation is possible. And to those who do not understand, uh, to, no, excuse me, to those who understand, no explanation is necessary. And to those who don't, no explanation is possible. So really, don't don't waste your time on people who are not looking and willing to hear the information. If they ask, provide it. But we're not here to impose anything on anybody. Right. Well, that's a great message to finish with, Ken. So thank you so much. Um, Glad to share you, and we will see you soon. Yes, and thank you for this opportunity, Josh. It, it tickles my heart to see you. I mean, <laughs> from once you came to where you is, it's just you've been you you you're a beautiful man. Thank you. Thank you.